Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. Your proper role. Do not worry about holding high position. Worry rather about playing your proper role. Confucius. You clearly understand your roles with people. You have a real knack for knowing that being the leader does not mean that one always takes the lead, is always in charge, or is always the one to whom others turn for advice, guidance, or direction. This enables you to easily and smoothly change roles from person to person and with a specific person as situations and circumstances shift over time. Among other things, this means that you can shift to being the follower slash subordinate as easily as you can take charge. The transitions are likely automatic and intuitive, without conscious thought or decision. You just know what is called for in any particular situation. Like you expect. Look to make your course regular, that men may know beforehand what they may expect. Francis Bacon. You treat other people, like you expect to be treated. Sure, it's a golden rule kind of thing, but that isn't the point here. While other people treat others differently than they expect to be treated, and treat some people one way and others another, you generally have one set of behaviors and attitudes, that you use in most all interpersonal situations. Your consistent style with people has one important benefit. It lets you gauge conformity and variation in the behavior and attitudes of other people, and of specific individuals at different times. This is in part why you are so good at reading people. You are the constant in the reading people equation, while other people are the variables. Good instincts. Good instincts tell you what to do long before your head has figured it out. Michael Berg. People want reasons or explanations for your decisions, behavior, opinions, and judgments. They want to know why along with knowing what. They need to make sense of things and look to you for reasons and explanations. The problem is that you frequently struggle with providing adequate, accurate responses to the questions and concerns. Often, those decisions, behavior, opinions, and judgments were primarily based on intuitive insights and processes. This means that you don't actually know why. The best you can do at times is, it felt right, or it seemed like a good idea at the time. If pressed, you construct a reason or explanation. But it's definitely post hoc and likely does not account for the what of the event or circumstance. A much more accurate response would be, I just went with my hunch, although people are seldom satisfied with that is the reason or explanation. An excellent fit. So much of this world is based on illusion, temporaries, and disposability that I think it's essential that our closest relationships reflect what is real. Gillian Anderson. Relate to each person individually and uniquely. Although you do have a consistent set of behaviors and attitudes that you use in most all interpersonal situations, you mix the elements differently for each person and in each situation. The result is that you generally achieve an excellent fit with everyone with whom you interact. This does not mean that your relationships are necessarily warm and fuzzy, but does mean that communication is typically solid. 
and the other person has a clear sense of your having taken care of business. There is always a sense of having connected when interacting with you. Most likely to disconnect. It isn't intellect that connects us to other people. It is feeling. Charles Fowler. You are quick to respond if people become unhappy or upset. You seldom ignore the feelings or reactions of other people. This is especially true when those feelings or reactions are negative. That is when people are most likely to disconnect or behave in unexpected ways, thus making it much more difficult for you to predict events or manage the situation. This does not mean that you necessarily change decisions or modify circumstances to appease people or to prevent their becoming upset. Rather, it means that you respond immediately to the feelings and reactions. Whether they were anticipated or not, the feelings and reactions are there and represent the current iteration of reality for you. It's the here and now and thus needs and gets your immediate attention. Grievance To have a grievance is to have a purpose in life. Eric Hoffer You are slow to complain. This is because you only complain when you are very sure that you have a significant, valid grievance and that pursuing it stands a reasonable chance of changing things for the better, from your perspective. You seldom complain just to express displeasure, resentment, or dissatisfaction. You complain because you want to change something and think you will succeed. Complaints are, thus, proactive, not reactive. Generally on target, nothing is so wretched or foolish as to anticipate misfortunes. What madness is it to be expecting evil before it comes? Seneca, you avoid making things seem worse than they are? You don't underestimate the downside of things either. You are generally on target about how bad things are or are not. This is because you can quickly assess most any situation and then accurately predict the future state or course of events. Of course, that is based in part on past experience and on conscious analysis and estimates. For the most part, though, it's fairly instantaneous and automatic. You can just see how it's going to work out. Here, the emphasis is on the future state and on prediction and not on what happened or even on the current state. To some extent, you aren't concerned with how bad things are. Your primary concern and attention are on how bad they are actually going to be. You are always looking down the road. Slow to share. Companion none is like unto the mind alone. For many have been harmed by speech. Through thinking, fewer none. Sir Thomas Vox. You are slow to share your ideas and opinions. You certainly have a wide range of ideas and opinions on most everything of interest to you. Nonetheless, you usually only share your thoughts and perspectives when specifically asked to do so. Even then, you are frequently reluctant to verbalize your thoughts. Instead, you prefer continuing to scan and process what other people are saying. This is because your intuitive processes are continuously assimilating and interpreting the content and adjusting and reconsidering its meaning. You are just too busy listening to interrupt the process by talking. To convert what you think to conscious thought would require stopping and trying to find something to say. That would simply be too disruptive. Chaos Chaos is a name for any order that produces confusion in our minds. George Santayana. Avoid keeping things stirred up. 
This is especially important if events have caused confusion or disruption or if there is arguing or serious controversy. At those times, tension and stress tend to be high and the emotional wash can quickly cover everyone and everything. This was pointed out by a 99, we don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. Importantly, you don't necessarily try to soothe people or calm the situation. Rather, you stop anything you are doing to exacerbate the tension and then figuratively and perhaps literally move away, out of the negative energy field. You need to get away from all the static before you can deal effectively with the situation. Music by Kevin McLeod.